Okay, I think we're rolling. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Goddess Pod. Long time no see. It's been actually years at this point. The crazy thing about the Goddess Pod is it's probably my biggest passion project, right? Like I get to sit here, have a voice, speak to you guys, connect with you on a more personal level. And I feel like this is the most me in terms of all the platforms that I'm on right now. But of course, with that comes a lot of hesitation, a lot of fear of the unknown. And when you really care about something, do you guys feel like you self-sabotage that thing the most? Because that's how I feel. When I know that something is really important or has the potential to actually change my life or actually make me extremely happy. I feel like those are the things that I procrastinate and truly just like have trouble with the most. I don't know, I think it's crazy. I'm so excited to be back on. This is also the first episode that I'm recording on my camera so that you guys can watch it on YouTube if that's how you prefer to watch podcasts. I like to say that the reason I don't have a big circle, the reason I don't feel the need to socialize all the time is because podcasts are like my stand-in for socialization. I don't know what that says about me, but fact of the matter is I love podcasts and I also really love just having a video podcast on when I'm in the shower or like when I'm cleaning up around the house. It's just nice to have a little thing to glance at. So I figured we would do it. So welcome to the Squishmallow couch. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the Squishmallow couch. But in honor of this being the first video podcast and also this being the return to the goddess pod in my non-emo era and ever since i've been in this new space and just you know seeing my family this summer and all of that i genuinely feel like happy again i feel alive i feel excited to be just like living life and i can tell you for a fact that was not the case for the past two years or so you know i would be not excited to go to the grocery store like it would feel like a chore brushing my teeth felt like a chore Getting up and putting my laundry away felt like a chore. And I would just watch all these TikToks of these girls that were doing things that I used to do, which would just, like, just seemed so crazy and out of the picture, like not even doable for me when I was depressed. And another thing about me is like, I've had several eras of depression in my life and I just need to get help. Like that's the truth of it. I definitely have depression and have had it for a really, really long time. But that's a different story. Maybe we'll touch on that later in this episode. Maybe we'll touch on that later in the goddess pod. But regardless, I was really struggling and the concept of like getting up and taking myself on a date, going on a picnic, going to the farmer's market, these things felt so far out of my reality and realm of possibilities. Like I can't even explain that to you, how like spending time doing something like that, like laying out in the sun, participating in any sort of self-care just didn't feel like something that was realistic for me. So I am very, very glad that I took a break from the goddess pod because something about this platform in particular also just feels like so much more raw and transparent. Like I can't filter it. I can't, this is my voice. This is me, what I think. And I think that it's just a very vulnerable position. So with that being said, it makes sense that I didn't really feel motivated or comfortable sharing when I was going through a bad period of my life, but I do regret like not opening up and being vulnerable because it's normal. Everybody's going through stuff like that, but now we're here and I'm very, very happy about it. To celebrate the first video episode as well as the return to the goddess pod, I am going to be tackling another very vulnerable and difficult topic, you guys. So. I'm going to be talking about how I stopped 
hating my body. Just one of the most triggering and sensitive topics ever. So before we get into the meat of today's episode, I do want to give you all like a fair warning. You know, if this is hard for you to listen to, which I think like if you're a woman in America or just in the world in general, listening to like anything about an eating disorder and food can be triggering for us because we're conditioned to have a negative relationship with our bodies. And you know what? I, I've always hoped that one day I would have the strength to kind of come forward and talk about it. In order for that idea and that dream to come to fruition, I had to actually get over it. And I couldn't see myself getting over the insecurity, the eating disorder. So I'm very grateful to say that now I'm in a place where I feel like I can talk about it and where I feel like I can be a positive voice to those of you who are going through it. I, again, like we all have our days, we all have our insecure periods. So I think this will be a really special episode if you can relate, if you can't relate. And also it's just like, even if you've never had an eating disorder or you've never felt like some type of way about your body, first of all, who are you? Like, how do you exist? I don't think I know anybody who just feels super confident in their body all the time. You can be the most mentally strong person ever and hate your body and hate how you look. A lot of ground to cover here. We're gonna delve into all of it, but y'all that have been here for a while know that we have a couple of traditions on the Goddess Pod. I'm gonna stick to the intro and we're gonna go over my high, not so high, and favorite of the week before we jump into it. Starting out with my high of the week, you guys, I went to get like a women's health checkup. I just haven't done that in a while, and if y'all are not keeping up with your checkups and appointments, please do so because it's so important to make sure that we are managing our health and being preventative rather than reactive. Yeah, I went to the doctor and she was like, girl, like you need to be consuming more probiotics. I'm so lucky and blessed to come from a family where my mom cooked like three times a day, like home cooked meals, hot food. I did not appreciate that until I moved out. But when I lived at home, I was eating a lot of Indian food, which is highly probiotic. Like we eat a lot of yogurt. We have a lot of pickled items, things like that. Ever since I moved out on my own and I just kind of have this more busy, active schedule, it is difficult for me to eat like balanced meals sometimes. And we're going to talk about this because even though I am like happy with my body and my health right now i still do have some like negative habits and patterns that i need to break living on my own i just found that i wasn't eating as much like yogurt or anything probiotic really like when i really look at my diet what is in there that's probiotic so i ran to h mart this is like one of the greatest experiences of my week because I used to go to H Mart a lot growing up. We would actually go to the one in Virginia every time we visited my aunt. So I just have like these vivid memories of H Mart and like the jello containers with all the little jellies. If you know, you know. But I was just like kind of reliving my childhood, healing my inner child. I was buying all this like Hello Kitty packaging shit. And I don't know, it was just very healing for me. And whenever I do something new on my own like that, it just makes me happy with being an adult. I'm like, wow. Like you're grown, you're buying whatever you want, you're curating and romanticizing your life the way you want to. My not so high of the week, oh, you guys, you know at the end of the year when you have to renew your registration, your insurance and everything for your car, it's not that it's that hard. It's just since I recently moved, it's just been a hassle. In my mind, I have so many things that I wanna do in a day and I hate just having to add those to the list, but that is adulting, so it is what it is. So my favorite of the week is going to be kind of uncharacteristic of me, but I have been loving reality TV on Netflix. You guys know this already. I'm a zero or 100 person. I usually don't watch TV at all. This time of year when things are winding down, I feel like October to December, I watch 
all of my TV content for the year. I think that the best reality TV show on Netflix right now is The Mole, the new season. I binge watched that like last week and I watched it I think in a day and a half. I just like shows where it's not about like hooking up and romance and all that stuff. Like yes, the drama and the tea and the cattiness, all of that is enjoyable to watch. But I really like shows like Survivor, The Mole, The Circle, things that are a little bit more like you're psychoanalyzing the characters. Now that we've gotten our formalities out of the way, it is time to jump into the content of today's podcast. So I have like this notebook here that has all these different points because, you know, I was sitting here trying to figure out how on earth am I going to produce a podcast episode on body and like my body struggles. Like I could write a book on this at this point, not because I have knowledge on it, just because I've gone through so much random stuff in terms of how I feel about my body and how much I used to hate my body. In a nutshell, I never liked my body. For as long as I've really had this body and had an awareness of this body, I have hated it. When I was in elementary school, I got accepted into this like highly academically gifted program. I always think it's so funny when I see like TikToks about how highly gifted students all have a complex now. I think I was smart in like third grade when I took the test and then it dictated the rest of my life somehow, but I've always been more creative and I was in a very academic program. So if you got into this program, we basically all went to like a different public school. We basically went to elementary school together, then we all went to middle school together, and then a lot of us went to high school together. So it was kind of very like clicked up. This group of people all lived like in the same affluent like neighborhood and they were all just like beautiful. So I'm 5'10", okay? I've always been tall. I was like 5'8 in eighth grade, so I've always been tall. I didn't feel tall growing up because... Most of the people that I was around were also very tall and very lean. A lot of the girls that I was friends with were super skinny. You guys have to remember that this was also during that era of like being on Tumblr, thinspo, and wanting to have a thigh gap, Acacia Brinley, that whole thing was going on. I already felt like I had to overcompensate in order to fit in with this like group of people, but um, I couldn't. Like, I couldn't change my skin color. I couldn't change, like, my habits, my ethnicity, none of that. So, I really thought the only way that I could be valuable and, like, fit in with this group of people was if I weighed, like, 90 pounds. <sighs> I don't know why I can't breathe. <sighs> I'm, like, getting stressed out. But, um, I was friends with these girls who were very conscious about what they were eating, and I hadn't, like, grown up with these girls or anything. These were, like, my first new friends in high school, and, I remember feeling really bad for them, but also thinking like they were so pretty and they would get so much male attention. It's another thing for me is like I was already so outcasted that one of the only ways that I felt that I could fit in was if I could receive male attention. Like this is just so sad. Like all this stuff is just so sad, but I grew up in like a lacrosse field hockey playing area. Like every girl was skinny, pretty, athletic, perfect, white, like just you know, run-of-the-mill, southern beauty, perfect girls. I didn't do any of that. I was unathletic, have the worst stamina. Like, you could ask me to run a mile today, and I can't do it. I can do Pilates for three hours, but when it comes to running and, like, lung capacity, pretty low. Like, I don't have much stamina. I don't have much endurance. I just like to do my girly little workouts in my living room. That is about it. I don't believe in, like, challenging my body too much, and I've never loved, like, extreme physical exercise. Never been a, never been a thing that I liked. 
and I felt just super super outcasted and I thought the only way that I can like get the same attention and like be invited to the same things as all these people is if I'm super skinny now at the same time also the opportunity of competing for Miss North Carolina Teen USA fell into my lap I think when I was in 10th grade I competed for Miss North Carolina Teen USA for the first time and like I said I did not like physical activity I was not big on working out um, at this point, I'm starving myself. Like, when you, when I tell you guys, I don't think anybody that went to high school with me ever saw me actually eat. I was embarrassed to eat in front of people, and I would make it, like, my personality to have, like, one grape all day. You know, the calorie counting apps, I used to do that, and I would, like, mentally make my limit 200 calories a day. Different people thrive in different environments. For a majority of my life in North Carolina and growing up, I felt very depressed in a lot of ways and that would sort of manifest itself into my room so i was a total hoarder i just kind of had a bunch of random stuff all over the place it was extremely disorganized the disorganization in my environment made my mind feel very disorganized the only place that i think i really felt i had control was getting the 200 calories a day when you go to college and you move into a new apartment you know, you're forced to part with a lot of material things. So my environment was very clean and minimalistic. I felt like I was in a space that was very conducive to who I am. And it's amazing how that helped me declutter my mind and then eventually declutter all of this repressed anxiety that I had around food and how much I hated my body. Once I felt like my environment was clean and pristine, I felt motivated to go work out. I felt motivated to eat healthy foods, to try new recipes every single week. So, you know, obviously there's not a fix-all for everything. This is still like years of growth. I would still get triggered by certain comments about my body and my weight or I couldn't read certain magazines. The biggest goal growing up was always to be a Victoria's Secret angel and in my mind I was always like I'm doing all of this now like I can finally be a Victoria's Secret angel because I'm losing weight and I'm da 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 da. So there was still a lot of unhealthiness beneath it and I think you know you have to look inwards when it comes to your relationship with your body. Um, there comes a point where you just have to turn off all that external stuff. Sometimes you just have to look around at what is going on in society. These fads when it comes to your body and how you should look like TikTok being weird and romanticizing certain tiny features on everyone's face. Like it's just the strangest thing. So once you sort of wake up and gain that consciousness that your body is just a vessel that is taking care of you, that your soul resides in, like you are not your body at all. You know, we talk about this all the time. Your body is like a skin suit that you live in and eventually you will transcend this body and live in whatever it is that you believe, whether that's heaven, whether you're circulating, ruminating the universe or you reincarnate into a new skin suit. Who knows? At the end of the day, I think when I started to realize how commodified a woman's body is and how I was giving power to that. During Miss North Carolina, I pretty much took myself out of the running for having the best body. So I had to focus on becoming the most emotionally strong and mentally strong candidate. And through that, I healed a lot of my like body issues. And I think I grew up really fast too. Like I, I, was, I was really observing these environments I was in. I was really observing the behavior of different contestants and seeing how 
negatively all of this pressure can affect people so I was exposed to that at a really young age and I was held to like this really high pressure standard but my parents never said anything or made any comments to make me feel this way these were all pressures that came from me and myself and like other people's parents and like other characters in my life my family was always just very supportive they just want me to be healthy you could be the most wealthy person with the most status and have everything you've ever wanted in life but once your health deteriorates none of that is worth anything now let's fast forward to where i am today i when the pandemic hit i lived at home i had about a semester left because i graduated one year early and in the past i feel like that would have terrified me because I correlated going home with gaining weight. I went home and I was eating Indian food three times a day. I was getting, you know, all this amazing food and amazing treatment, getting to spend time with my family and not having to pay for groceries. Like I could tell my mom to buy these ingredients so that I can cook a healthy meal for myself and my family. It was just a really good place for me. And I was eating everything that I wanted to. And at the same time, um, because you guys know like I'm pretty new to social media. I've only been doing this for like two years at this point and seriously for like a year. You know, I started getting these opportunities to travel with brands and do photo shoots and things like that. And um, like once my social media started to pick up, I would go through little spurts where I guess I kind of felt less secure about my body. Like I would look at pictures of myself and be like, girl, you don't really like it's not looking that good anymore my entire life i've been like oh my god like i want to be skinny i want to be skinny i want to be real thin i want to look like a victoria's secret angel the weirdest things started happening to me like this year because um and just like full disclosure like i would not say any of this anywhere else but just like whatever we're on this podcast i'm going to be very open and honest with you guys about where i am and also like those of you that listen to the goddess pod actually know me better than like the people in my life so just like Okay, we're best friends and I'm talking and I'm telling you like details. I've been experiencing like a little bit of body discomfort again, I guess. Weird because for the first time in my life, I'm insecure about the fact that I can't gain weight. This is just superficial. Like just sitting here and saying this makes me feel like the biggest idiot on planet Earth. But we're all insecure about something. But what I notice is when I start to put my value into like certain physical features. For me and my body and my confidence, I feel that the healthier my mindset is about food and about my body, like actually my body will manifest that and look better. When I start to convince myself really negative things about how certain parts of my body look, I will literally notice that those parts of my body start to look worse. It's like, I'll look at my face and I'm like, God, like you really do have like a terrible face. And like your nose is actually really ugly. And like, you're actually ugly. Once I convince myself of that for a few days, I will notice that like my glow starts to go away. I'm asked so many questions about my body and what I eat and my rules that I have for myself. I don't have rules. I drink milk. Like I drink dairy. I do everything that people are afraid of these days. But the fact of the matter is your mind, your body, and your soul are connected. The healthier of a relationship you have with each of those aspects you just glow. Like you just carry yourself in a certain way. There's no ideal body type. There is an ideal mindset. That ideal mindset is being grateful. Being grateful for the body that we have. Being grateful for the way that it works for us, provides for us, takes care of us. I found that the biggest secret for me to get over my eating disorders and to get over the concept of comparing myself to other women, getting over all of that truly only comes from me coming to the conclusion that 
I just have to be grateful for what I was given. Putting it all into the world of gratitude. Like I just had to start being grateful for this body that I had, being grateful for the food that I was able to purchase and eat, being grateful that I have enough spare time to look up a fun recipe on Pinterest that's healthy and make it and eat it. Like once you start romanticizing this process of being healthy and whatever that means to you because it's different to everybody sometimes in order to feel good i need to roll out of bed and go order 25 dollars worth of taco bell and eat it in 10 minutes restricting yourself and demonizing food and eating and fun like it's such an important part of our life when i think about socializing and all of my best memories they're all centered around food and eating with my family so i'm just very 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 grateful that i'm finally in a place where i can appreciate food and i can enjoy it and i don't think about it anymore and that's because i'm taking care of myself the way that i need to be taken care of obviously this episode wasn't meant to be like a this is how you can fix your eating disorder and this is how you can learn to love your body this is just about my story the routines the habits and the mindset shifts that i had to undergo in order to get through as i train my mind to not associate something negative with eating you know, if i'm eating like a big healthy happy meal i'm like damn all these nutrients are gonna go straight to my ass my hair is gonna grow three times longer and now i have an excuse to go for a fun scenic hike tomorrow you know what i'm saying so everything is about how you frame it it's about perspective at the end of the day I'm just here to offer you guys my insight and my story. Hopefully some of this resonates with some of you guys. If you are in a position where you're dealing with body insecurity, eating disorders, because girl, it is so hard. Um, I just want you guys to know that in order to unlock your highest potential, unlock your goddess energy, you just have to strengthen that connection between the mind, the body, and the soul. If you're going through body dysmorphia, eating disorders, anything of that nature right now, my biggest advice to you is to unfollow all the pages that make you feel bad about yourself. Surround yourself with people that make you feel good. Don't have friends that are making comments and slick comments about your body. If your mom and dad or, you know, people that you can't cut off are saying stuff to you, just tune it out. I know that's so, so, so hard. And I want you guys to have a healthy environment to grow in and to thrive in and to accomplish all of your goals. Let's just start out with small goals, drinking enough water, nourishing our body, making decisions that are going to make us have more confidence in ourselves. I hope that y'all are able to take something valuable out of this. And if you have any concerns or questions about me and my story, or if there's something that you're personally going through, please leave me a voice memo or a DM on Instagram. I really want to start answering you guys' voice memos. You have so much more control and so much more power than you think. And with that, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode, and I will see you very soon.